and hello hello welcome back to the gay racing podcast take two um, <laughs> we we literally recorded a few minutes and then the internet got weird but yep. honestly i was kind of a mess so <laughs> it's for the best you guys will never see it hi alex how are you doing i'm good zach how are you I'm good. See, I was a mess and I gave too long of an answer last time. So, um, this weekend, this weekend yeah. we watched the Rolex 24. Um, it is obviously, it's one of my favorite races in the world because I love Daytona. I've really started to love sports car racing. It's such a, such an iconic race in the beginning of the year, like mm-hmm. the start off the motorsports like year in America. So it's a really important race. It's kind of an all-star race because it brings literally Indy 500 winners, former F1 drivers, brings like people, I think from like World Rally Cross, right? Like it might, yeah. I think because on the one of the dudes in the 60 car, I forgot what his name was, Tom Blomquist. He's his father does like rally right. or something. Speak of him, uh, I think it's Blomquist, Blomquist, whatever. I think it's Blomquist. He yeah. did a season in Formula E, and then he came to IMSA as a rookie. Yeah, uh, we'll talk more about him, but like he was really impressive. All right, weekend, all sure. the Indy car drivers that do IMSA, um, and then there you know, twelve Indy car drivers in this race. It's been. I like how, and we'll talk about NBC in a minute. I like how they have they talked about the Indy car drivers and how a lot of the Indy car drivers like doing IMSA stuff especially the prototypes because they're becoming a lot more like indie cars so yeah. i found that really interesting um yeah uh, really the dpis and like the IMSA prototypes in general are such interesting vehicles to me sure. the way they race the way they're like very aerodynamic but they can kind of race like their nascar <laughs> Um, I think next year's gonna be really interesting when the cars from WEC are able to join. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. WEC. WEC. I think okay. people say WEC. Okay. They okay. they might say WEC. I no, well, I think people say WEC. Because sure. next year, cars and IMSA and WEC are able to race uh, interchangeably between series. Yeah, that's gonna be so interesting. I'm very excited for that. Let's see what You're teams gonna, come over. We're gonna see some new names that like we personally have only watched IMSA really. So it's like, we're going to learn new names. People who watch WEC only are going to learn new names from IMSA. It's going to be really cool to just kind of see how that goes. That's a big point of discussion in the sports car world because Le Mans mm-hmm. and um, Daytona have, you know, they host the two biggest, two of the biggest 24-hour races in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Not the two biggest, maybe, because anyways. And it's like, there's been... I don't know if they've ever even used the same cars. I mean, like back in the day they did, right? Yeah. But as technology developed, you know, Daytona prototypes, like they're called Daytona prototypes. They're for Daytona. And then there's Lama prototypes. So it's like, it was that interesting little like diversion. And I think for a long time, people have been trying or at least wanted them to come together. Um, I'm doing a hand motion, but the people yeah. listening on Spotify cannot see that. Um, <laughs> so, like, you, you know what I'm trying to say. It's a big deal. Yeah. And there's even other things like the Daytona chicane was renamed to the Le Mans chicane. And apparently one of the ones at Le Mans is being renamed the Daytona chicane. That's, that's so cool. That's so yeah. cool to me. I, w- I said I wouldn't call it that. I'm going to still call it the bus stop. 
but like that's cute and you kind of said on twitter as like they're dating they're Is dating it? they're in a gay relationship my yeah, mom and daytona are in a gay relationship yeah <laughs> um and you know with they had 61 cars in this race yeah it was I, that's huge and i could see that being more next year with more of the wet yeah enter the race. i wonder i wonder like we'll talk about lmp3 i'm pretty sure because like, oh, we will they added that class last year and it was low-key just to help the car count and lmp3 in my opinion does not need to be in the rolex 20 or it doesn't need to be an imza or weather tech for the weather tech series the, the top we'll talk does about not need it to be in that. we'll talk yeah. about it but lmp3 maybe they added the car count but all they really did was add stages and the caution clock yeah so. like last year they're for definitely the car count and this year it's just like we definitely don't need them but yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves the horse before the carriage no the carriage before the horse you want the horse before the carriage <laughs> so one of the things that made this race really kind of unique was it was really cold um, yeah in florida of all things um i can relate it's really cold here in virginia but so outlaps off off a of pit road really affected um it it caught some people it caught some people it caught a lot of drivers out on that because mm -hmm. if you don't know um the weather tech series they don't have tire warmers allowed so it's like you're going out on basically tires that have been sitting out in the air the cold air so it's it's pretty and you know if they're cold they're harder they're they're not gripping the track you know i'm i'm explaining basic tire physics but yeah. That, yeah it's hard they have to get them warmed up really good and it was definitely treacherous we saw a lot of drivers get their ass handed to them one didn't one car get get like fuck up on the pace lap something happened on the pace lap yeah i don't remember yeah. it might have been an lmp3 so maybe oh. <laughs> that maybe don't blame that one um, on the tires <laughs> but yeah the, the cold weather was really i think it threw a curveball to all the teams yeah because not very often at Daytona do you get this kind of weather. Yeah. And I mean, you need to warm up the cars to be able to get more grip in the tires, is my understanding. So it's just like it makes it, the colder tires make it harder to drive, basically. Yeah. Right. And a, so, yes. Yeah. Because like it's harder to keep temperature in them, anyways. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And then normally, or, um, well, I think once they get them warmed up, they're fine because mm -hmm. I imagine they might run better too. Because yeah. you don't want the track to be too hot either. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm literally just. Yeah, we're man. not. We're not experts. We are gay. Yes. <laughs> we, have, we have no fucking clue what we're talking about. We just watch. <laughs> That's all we do. We, we just watch and, sh and talk shit on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but another thing that someone on Twitter mentioned to me is that because the air is colder, it's more mm -hmm. dense so that the engine's actually going to be running better because it's getting more oxygen mm -hmm. into it. So I didn't think about that. Um, I don't, I wonder if maybe that could have like affected some reliability. I don't remember how many engine failures there were or if any, but I don't know. It definitely, yeah. it was something different. It was something different. So that was cool. Sure. Thanks mother nature. Um, a rain shower would have been funny too, but, or snow. <laughs> yeah. Imagine snow at Daytona. At Daytona. Like what? dude, <laughs> come on. Um, so before we talk about the winners, though, let's talk about... Should we talk about NBC's coverage? Sure. Let's do okay. it. Okay. 
So a lot of people had opinions about this. So here, let's start off with a positive. Number one, um, one of my friends, also known yeah. as Alex, let me use his peacock so to watch the Spider-Man movies like a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. And that was nice, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, it was nice to not get commercials, obviously, but also it was really easy for like the race to lose my attention because as soon as people yeah. stop talking... I'm just like looking at my phone. It was so, it was like nice ambiance, just kind of having the yes. car engines go. I yes. liked it. And then, and at the end of the races, they were doing hella commercial breaks because they were on big. I felt so bad for y'all. I really did. I I they was did a commercial with like seven minutes left, and then they did a commercial in like four minutes into a twenty-four hour race. It's insane. <laughs> Like, you guys need to chill with that. You guys need to yeah. stop. That is not okay. Um, yeah, I, I gave you my Peacock login. That way we, we could both watch it and you could watch it. For Supercross, yeah. you wanted to watch a Spider-Man, the, the Tobey Maguire ones. Bro, no commercials um, is nice. NASCAR needs that. Yeah. Low-key. NBC did really, that was a really cool thing they did. Uh, saying glad. no commercials for Peacock users. Yeah, like, I'd pay for that. I'm not paying for it, but, like... <laughs> I've actually, we'll talk about that later in mind. Anyways, yeah. so I, one little thing about it I didn't like is like there was a weird noise during the commercial break. Yeah. 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 It was like, I a thought my ears noise. were ringing. It was bad. Yes. It made it really hard when I wanted to take a nap. So, you know, come on. Um, and yeah. then like the audio levels got kind of weird at sometimes, but like, yeah, I'm when. Thinking. Whenever they would come back from commercial, it would get like really quiet, then really loud all of a sudden. And then Lee Diffie would say, hi, folks. Hi, folks. I had a tweet um, blow up, by the way, saying Lee Diffie's voice was so comforting. His hi, folks. It has like 200 likes or something. And he liked it. So, Aww. yeah, made me happy. Um, that's nice. I, I love like that. I love Lee. Yes. Uh, I just realized he- Rick Allen wasn't at the Rolex this year. Mm-mm. Was he at? I think it was there last year, maybe. I don't know. He they he, they used to put him in. He used to be. It was Dave Burns though, who was the other like lead guy this year. Yeah. Well, and I think he was there last year too. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. So but, NBC coverage. Yeah. A lot of people did not like how many interviews were at the Peacock pit box. And yes. Yeah. I kind of agree. But you go first, Alex. What did you think about that? So my main issue was during the NBC portion at the start, they would not even show the race. They would just, you know, show like full screen, not even Peacock Pit Box. They show like actual interviews. And it was just kind of like, you know, there's a race going on, right? It's, like we tune in to watch the race. Like it's I like get stuff it. they need to do in a pre-race show because yeah. they don't have a pre-race show. They don't do that they, for like if you wanted to do this, it should have been in the pre-race. Right. You know? Or like do yeah. like do like a half the screen is the race and half the screen's this where your, your camera is on the person you're interviewing. But it's complicated because they had Robert Wickens interview, which I think was awesome. They showed during the, the 24 because he raced in the Michelin challenge or whatever. Yes. Um, and got a podium, by the way. Got a podium, yep. I, you know, it's just like stuff like that. It's kind of like, you know, I want to watch the race. <laughs> yeah, if the race is on, yeah. you need to have it on the screen at all times. And that's yeah. rule number one of race broadcasting, in my opinion. 
but I do understand where NBC is coming from because they're like, well, we want to show our casual viewers the interviews and we just want to show, hey, here's some drivers, want to highlight them, whatever. That's cool. Love that. But like, again, I want to watch the race. The Peacock Pit Box interviews, by the way, I enjoyed those. I actually did enjoy those. Did they ever do like full screen Peacock Pit Box interviews? I don't think so. Because um, You know what? They did, but it wasn't for that long. It was, it was not more, for the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Like they would have like the screen. But then yeah, had, so yeah, I don't mind them either. In fact, if there's any race to do that, it's the Rolex 24, right? Yeah, it is. Especially like, like later in the evening. It's just like a perfect time to like have a bunch of people hop on the pit box or like check what the fuck is Steve Letarte doing, you know? Yeah. Um, the thing with the spotter stand was really funny to me, by the way, with the tennis. That was really funny. That was so fun. Um, and then it made me never want to be a racing spotter because that must have been hell. I could never do that. I could never. Like, my brain doesn't move that fast either, so I just couldn't do it anyways. But no. back to, like, um, the point. I don't mind the interviews. I think they add a lot. Um, I thought it was funny. I just There's a lot of banter. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just think they definitely didn't focus on the race as much. I don't know. I have ADHD, so I need to be handheld. So it's like, my opinion doesn't really count, but I, it just didn't lend itself to be easy to focus on sometimes. I will have to say that, but it is a 24 hour race. And, you know, NBC was really nice to their people that work for them. Like all the people in the booth, the pit road people. They gave them plenty of breaks as they should. I'm really happy about that. Um, like that, they should be praised for that, really. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Peacock specifically, they would have just portions of the race where there's no one talking, which is fine in my Did opinion. They? Yeah. Like, like it, it'd be like a commercial break. But with oh, no the commercial break. I'm sorry. I was like, okay. Like on Peacock. So it's like, yeah. Be like a lengthy break for like Dave Burns and whoever else is in the right. Calvin Fish. They'd get a pretty lengthy break and then they'd come back and they talk for a little bit. It's True. like, in my opinion, or at least it seemed like that, NBC, they really treated their people fairly in the situation. And I think when they would go down the Peacock pit box, people in the booth, they're probably on a break or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's like the pit box people, I don't know. I True. Like so it, it yeah. really like divides the workload. Yeah. Yes. That, that makes sense. And it's sense. a 24 hour thing. That, like, yeah it's, it's hell i bet that's hell yes for everyone involved <laughs> it's like yeah. don't like the i feel bad for the pit crews because i didn't like and i i thought about that i'm like why don't they have like two sets of pit crews you know i guess they don't yeah. because they might not be allowed to i don't know the rules that's they might not be allowed to but they're they also might not be able to find enough people to do that so i know indycar they were they're struggling to find people for all the new teams that are coming for pit crews how the hell Damn, we got a pit crew shortage? Well, I mean, hell, NASCAR could get rid of them and then they go over to, the, to IndyCar. Yeah. Like, I mean, actually, for real? like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, but, shit. <laughs> I mean, Damn. I hope that doesn't happen, but you know, if they did, IndyCar well, and that, game, solves, that solves one problem. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Damn. Um, Interesting. No, I didn't know that. I didn't actually know about a pit crew shortage. That's kind of stressful. Um, yeah, there were a lot of like we're hiring things I mean, like for the off season. And it is like, sixty-one cars too. Yeah, like yeah, 
when so, you think about it 61 times like what six people per team probably maybe more it's a lot of people i mean that's like that's like one and a half nascar fields and like mm-hmm. and like multiplying that by two it's like three times a normal nascar like yeah that's yeah. that is a lot yeah i guess so um um i will say with nbc another thing was uh marty snyder and jeff burton they looked like andy cohen and anderson cooper you're year. killing me you're that was killing me one of my followers cassie tweeted that it was so funny and i was just and i'm like oh my god this they literally look like them too it's so funny <laughs> you're killing me jeff was really funny jeff I, was so funny he's i don't her. know this must i think this is his first time like on nbc for the rolex it might be i'm not really sure because like he and i just he was funny and he brought like good stuff to the table Kyle Petty was not there this year besides a Zoom call. Kyle Petty zoomed into the broadcast, which because, I thought like, was hilarious. <laughs> okay, him, Brian Till, and Dave Burns, I mm-hmm. talked about them last year. They were such a fucking good booth. James yeah. H- Hinchcliffe was great, too, um, like with Brian Till and Dave Burns. I will talk all day about Brian Till. He is so good in a sports You car love car. Brian Till. He's I love kid. Brian Till. He, Dave Burns really shines with him, too. Those yeah, are besties that's... to me. They're besties. I love them so much. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> anything else on NBC? Because, I mean, well, Chase Elliott wasn't there. That was... It, there's uh, barely any NASCAR drivers. That was kind of Austin, Austin Cindric was the only NASCAR driver. Yeah, right? and kind of Jimmy Johnson, because he's like yeah forever a NASCAR driver. Um. <laughs> so we had this discussion before we recorded. It's like, was it better this year than last year NBC's? I would say it absolutely was. I think the problem was, is at the start, they just showed more interviews, not actually the race. Yeah, I feel like... But I get it. I get why they did that, too. I feel like last year, I don't know. It's I can't really judge because I was not engaged the entire time. So, um, because I feel like they did a better job talking about the actual race, even though they talked about Chase Elliott a lot. I feel like all the different strategies and stuff was more kept up with. I don't know, though. I think it was probably fine. Yeah. Um, and the end of the race was intense with everything going on. And they did a, obviously, they did a, a decent job focusing on that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. So, commercial free Peacock was amazing. I want to say that again. That was awesome. Yes, it was. It was I really hope nice. that they do that more. Like, specifically, if they can't do it for every race, do it for the Indy 500. Because, like, that'd be awesome yes that would be nice oh my god so i guess we'll talk about um obviously the winners of the overall winners in the dpi class was meyer shank racing and notably elio castroneves who is just i mean we probably said something like this after the indy 500 but like he is on a little bit of a renaissance right now. Yes. And he's like, what, 46 years old or something? Something like that. And yeah. I mean, he might be peaking. Like, weirdly enough, he's yeah. he just won two of the biggest races in the world in America as a part-time driver in both series. Like, yeah, he is part-time, isn't he? Think about yeah. that. Like, it's like him beating Ricky Taylor at the Rolex 24 is like literally like um, AJ Allmendinger beating Chase Elliott at the Daytona 500. Right. 
like you know it's not like a random guy right he's he's elio castroneves but right right i don't i don't know he and and the final run he had to like outrun ricky taylor was amazing it was great it was a great drive he's solid um what else do we expect simon pagano also i want to say one more thing about elio really quick yeah he won the imsa championship he's won two rolex 24s back to back and then he won his fourth Indy 500. This past like year and a half did. has really cemented to me how good he is. I you forgot know? he won the Rolex last year. Yeah, you're right. I I didn't know. I didn't really associate him with being like a great. You know what I mean? But yeah, kind of it's like beautiful. He didn't for win the our generation. It's it's he's not as much of a great because like he like when we were watching IndyCar, he was in the decline. Like he yeah. wasn't really winning. He that's, never won that's an kind of our championship. Yeah, and, I mean the last Indy 500 he won was like 2009 before last year, I think. I believe so. Yeah, but when you think about it, he reminds me for our NASCAR listeners. He reminds me of Denny Hamlin, who has not won a championship. But he's won a ton of Daytona 500s. He's won a ton of Southern 500s. I mean, he's a Denny Hamlin's yeah, really, absolutely. really great, but he's yeah. never won a championship. Elio is the same kind of way with IndyCar. He hasn't won an IndyCar championship, but he has four or five Indy 500s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. This whole past year and a half has really helped me gain respect for him. I always liked yeah. him, but it's just like I didn't associate him as being one of the greatest ever. And I think he really is. And he's yeah. going back full time IndyCar. Yeah, with championship. And let's talk about that team, Meyer Shank. Yeah, I and you know this is why when Jack Harvey left, I'm like, girl, no, like, like I don't think it'll happen. But I, I'm not going to rule it out. You know, like, yeah, My, Meyer Shank Racing is amazing right now. Like they are, in yeah. two series, like hell. I mean, if next gen cars weren't taking an arm to leg, uh, arm to leg, an arm and a leg to build, I'd say put them in Daytona. The I mean, they have good mojo right now. Why not? They should try. Why it. not? <laughs> Why and not? Put Elio in. Elio, put <laughs> Elio in, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, Pagano, Blomquist, and there's an interesting point at the end of the race where like they asked Blomquist if he could finish the race, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Nah, we need a fresh driver in this." And I just think that was. Um, it might happen to Ricky Taylor last year too. I don't remember, but it did. I just thought that was really, it was a really interesting little like fold into like endurance racing too. It's like kind of putting your pride aside and letting your teammate finish the race. I, I just think that's yeah. really cool. This was his first uh, Rolex 24, I'm pretty sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, he could have been the one to drive him to the victory, but he's like, no, I, he, he was honest. He's like, I can't finish this. Yeah. And Blomquist is like a full-time driver for them, I believe. With um, in his rookie year, yeah, in Imsa, he uh, just raced Formula E. Um, he did one season there, and I think he said his father was in rallycross or something. They said something like that. I he, don't. His know. father did something. Don't quote us. <laughs> we don't. We don't know. Let me check. It was Scott Blomquist, or um, am I thinking of Scott Bloomquist? I don't know. But I. It could be Scott Blinkless you're thinking of. That's dirt. I'm like, I'm a dumbass. Um, <laughs> but no, he really impressed me. Like, he was up front in that 60 car for most of this race whenever he was driving. Uh, and by the way, Simon Paginode, 
he'd been driving, he was driving for the Ally 48 team last year. I'm really happy for him because I feel like he's always kind of, kind of, kind of got the short end of the stick in IMSA specifically. Yeah. Uh, and P- Penske wanted to ship him to IMSA based on what the reports are, but he didn't want to. But he's still racing and enjoying it. I think I'm really happy for him too. Yeah. And like he's a, I think him and Ellie are going to be vital parts of that organization. So I'm, I'm just really, I think it's a good pairing. It's a good pairing. And the month of May is going to be, it's going to be some pink. We're going to see some pink in May, man. I, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad to the bone. They're going to get that damn trophy, whatever. I don't know. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 Um, and then also Ali Jarvis. Um, I don't know much about Ali Jarvis, Me honestly. I don't even know what he looks like. I don't either. The Emsos the see the WeatherTech series, unlike IndyCar, where I know most of what most of them look like, I have no idea what so many of these men look like. No f- yeah. clue. But that's a good thing because I want to watch IMSA full time this year and I'm gonna learn it. I'm gonna figure out who these people are. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um uh, I but, actually do yeah. have a note here that Ollie Jarvis drove for Mazda last year in MCA. Okay. So he his Mazda left. He ended up getting picked up by Meyer Shank. Mm-hmm. So Meyer Shank, because I think they had Montoya and like, um, I don't know who their full time drivers were last year, actually. It might have, no, I don't know. I have no idea. I actually don't care. So never mind. I'm just um, <laughs> moving on. But then um, also in DPI, the Ally 48 ended up having suspension problems overnight i think i think what happened jimmy johnson was driving and he like made collision with a another car and just destroyed the suspension it took another for a while girl kamui was low-key carrying that team he always does he always does he's like literally that meme with the guy at the computer helping yeah yeah out that (laughs) dude he is so good has he won the rolex before he has right I don't know. He might have. He did with Wayne Taylor one year. I'm pretty sure. Oh, if he's remember Wayne Taylor, then probably. Yeah. I don't know. So again, I'm trying to learn him, so I don't know for sure. Yeah, I have no like like clue what's happened. Alonzo's won the the role. Yeah, Alonzo drove for Wayne Taylor and won as well. Like what the heck? Like what yeah. <laughs> everyone's driving for Wayne Taylor. Everyone's gotta get a piece Jeff of Gordon? it. I I think think Jeff Gordon. I think Jeff Gordon drove for him. Like what yeah. the hell? Dude. <laughs> Like what yeah. the fuck? Um, and both of the Ganassi cars were out early. I don't, I didn't see what happened there. Um, I, I know when Alex Lynn was driving the O2 at one point, they got like a penalty, but then I something think, must have happened because they were like many laps down. So I think it must have been obviously they had to go to the um the garage. Let me I'm checking an article yeah. real quick. Um, and I will re-say, I said this on Twitter, that, you know, I'm neutral on Imsa Ganassi right now, but when Penske comes back, I'll be booing them. I'll be throwing man. tomatoes at them. Fucking nasty. Boo, tomato, like, tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, I love that TikTok so much. Uh, I've been using it a lot. Corny, boo. <laughs> um, tomato, tomato. The, old one, the old one had an electrical issue, I believe. And okay. then um, I have no idea about the O2. So I, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's not important. But no. they were like 20 laps down. So, yeah. Um, anything else on DPI? Uh, I don't think so. The racing was like good as always. Um, a yeah. little anticlimactic, but that's that's just racing. Um, yeah. 
Ricky I'm Taylor. And I love Ricky Taylor so much. He's so I, cool. you know what I love? I love memeing Mustang sampling. I that's I will meme that team till the day I die. Uh, there's one point I was mad at them because I think they were like fighting the 10 or the 60 because I was kind of rooting for both of them. Yeah. Like I don't know. The, like Ricky Taylor's my favorite driver, but I don't know if I like the team that much. You know, it's like mm-hmm. hard to find a good balance. It's whatever. Ricky um, Taylor is definitely my favorite IMSA driver. 100%. Yeah. He's no just like we just we we find the cutest boys. We do. And like that's our favorite. Yep. That's Pretty our much. favorite. That's our favorite. Um, anyways, so LMP2, our IndyCar dream team, kind of, um, ended up winning the LMP2 race with their highlighter car. They were two laps down at one point in this race. I did not know that. Yeah. They had two penalties while Pato was on the Peacock pit box, apparently. And then they ended up coming back from that overnight with Pato and Colton is what I heard. And then yeah. all of a sudden they're in second. But yeah, this had uh, Colton Herta, which we'll talk about in a second, Pato Award, uh, Devlin DeFrancesco, the IndyCar rookie, and Eric Lux. Yep. I, don't, I don't know this man. I wouldn't know him on the street. If I, said I, would, I, would, I have no idea who I've you know never heard his name before. <laughs> I'm I so happy for Eric Lux. <laughs> Congrats to Eric Lux. I don't know who you are, but congratulations. Um, <laughs> well, also, TV didn't interview them. They interviewed the IndyCar drivers, not even like DeFrancesco. Like, come on, bro. Well, no one knows who DeFrancesco or Eric Lux are yet. Because they <laughs> won't interview them. <laughs> I mean, you didn't even know who Devlin was until I said on here that he's going to drive. Okay, I don't remember plane. asking Alex, but go <laughs> off. <laughs> I um, really don't appreciate the attitude. I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm being disrespectful. That's kind of disrespectful, Alex. What? That's just not. That's not how we act on the gay racing podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> Mr. 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 Zach. Um, the teacher's popping out over here. Oh my um, god! <laughs> so Colton Colton Herta was driving to the end of this race, and he ended up doing a dive bomb pass on Louis Delatraz. Yeah, apparently he wasn't happy about that. Um, yeah. From what I could see, Colton. You know, it reminded me of Texas 2014 NASCAR when uh, Kislowski yeah. saw a hole and he went for it and Gordon yeah. got off. I was a Gordon fan. I was pissed. If I were a Delatraz <sighs> fan, I'd probably be pissed as well. Yeah. You know? It's you like, know? so what Colton said got me because it's like, it's like, well, I had the inside line and I'm like, okay, so this goes back to everything we talked about during the Verstappen and Hamilton shit where it's like, that you have yeah. to plan for the corner that the car is going to have space. I understand that it's a chicane. And I also understand that I'm just a gay man with the podcast. Yeah. But you kind of did shove him off the track. But he could have backed out because, yes, you were faster. You did pull to the inside. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So maybe it is just a racing incident. Maybe you could have made the corner better. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's the it's it's the it's the Lamar chicane. It's the Lamar chicane. I don't oh, know. True. It is it, the Lamar. I've, I've done it on Project Cars. Um, I've done it a little bit on Assetto Corsa. You are throwing your balls in there, man. You are absolutely and just kind of like it's if very. Anyone, if anyone's gonna make that kind of move, it's Colton Herta. Yes. So he, and he did. He did. And it worked. It worked. So cheers. Cheers, Colton. 
Cheers. He won the damn thing. He did the damn thing. Cheers, Colton Herta. <laughs> I need to watch the replay of it again, though, because, like, if it was a late dive, yeah, which, then it's, okay, well, then. I think he just saw a whole, he saw an opening, and he was just like, I'm going to go for it. It's for the Rolex 24. I mean, why, yes. Why, why not? Um, but, yeah, they ended up winning that. Good for them. The highlighter, yes. Dragon Speed team. Um, then GTD Pro. This was the finish. Oh, my God. This was this the moment. Race. Like, okay, so, like, DPI has, like, an IndyCar flair to it, or, like, the prototypes, and then GT has the NASCAR flair to it, where yeah, it they just, like, beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> there is a moment where Race Control told the two car, which I believe was, um, was that Vanthor? I don't know which one it was. I it was the blue one. That. I think Jaminate, because Jaminate, yeah, Jaminate won in the plaid car, so, so Vanthor was in the blue number two Porsche, mm-hmm. and Apparently, he got a warning to, like, not be, so, to, like, lay off, right? Because he was hitting him a lot. Um, I think Dale mm-hmm. was in the booth, and he was like, I would have sent it. Um, <laughs> and they, what I remember Dale said when they gave uh, one of them the warning, Dale said, what? They just, they're just getting started. Dale said something like that. It was... <laughs> He's funny. <laughs> <laughs> The booth of wild accents. Lee Diffie, Calvin Fish, oh, and Dale Jr. Love it. I Dale Jr. is so funny because sometimes I play my race really loud and I'm like, I'm pretty sure my roommates can hear it. And I'm just like, yeah. he's watching a fucking redneck thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going on the outside. Like, oh, he's going to get a draft down the back straightaway. <laughs> Look, every that, time they're on the back straightaway, like, yeah, they're going to use that draft just like my father did. <laughs> oh my god um this shit's funny yeah no this race they actually did not even watch the dpi finish which actually surprised me yeah they didn't know how good to. this was no they didn't need to yeah oh my god but here's the thing though when so the last lap speaking of the lamar chicane back to that bitch um yeah when they as colton Herta said side by side does not work into it Yes, here's evidence. Um, it did not work. Yep. And what's kind of insane is it happened right in front of Elio on the final lap. It did. Yeah. It was a big cloud of smoke. And I listen, I would have pissed myself if Elio got collected in that. I because it's like that would have been heartbreaking. And it's no one's fault because they're right. also racing for a Rolex 24 win. And yep. yet it still takes out another leader. Like imagine that yeah or and then it's like maybe he just has damage but he's like limping back to the line like yeah oh the drama that would have been i just that would have been actually insane that's how you can tell racing's not scripted because they would have done that true uh true (laughs) yeah the last 20 minutes uh jamine and vanthor were just so they were just trading the lead back and forth. They were side by side. That was brilliant driving. I don't know how they didn't wreck sooner. Yes. And GT3 always has good battles. Like in the Daytona infield, when they were in that part, they were side by they were side by side almost every single lap. I couldn't believe it. It was cool. so cool. And then Van Thor put out a tweet afterward after the race, and he had no hard feelings about it. He was really glad to be a part of a race like that. That's so cool. I'm really That's happy. That's cool. I'm glad. Because I thought, I would have imagined he'd be salty. Because they seem really salty on the track. 
like they seemed oh, yeah. like they were not happy with each other but that's just racing um and i thought they kept it pretty clean like yeah. the end is just like that's just how it happened and Jamine, his car had fleet nazar in it as well which i did not know that that yeah uh, nazar is gonna be driving for pinsky uh porsche next year so oh. i was just like that's interesting he's doing a year in gcd pro apparently is Penske okay? Because Penske Porsche is going to be um, an LMD8 or LMD8. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Uh, and the other driver was Matt Campbell. Again, I don't know who that man is, but congratulations. The soup, the soup, <laughs> <laughs> soup man. <laughs> yeah. God. Man, yeah. that was that race hyped me up though. The so plaid much. car too. Also, um, the yeah. I, I kind of said it when like the internet locked out, but GT3 battles at Daytona are always really good. That yeah. it was in what was last year GTD, um, which is still this year GTD. Um, yeah. But it's really good to see. There's been some like talk because Corvette has like struggled. And I remember someone on the broadcast was like, well, if Corvette was really good, then like people would be like, okay, y'all didn't t- tone down their car enough because they had to convert their car from a GTE car to a GT3 car, um, yeah. or as IMSA calls it, GTLM to GTD. It, that is confusing as fuck, by the way. Yeah. They need to just call it GT3. Like, it's, it's a GT3 car. Something like, easier to understand. For it's like it's easy. It's, like, fine. It's just, like, it's a GT car, and it's a GT3 car. So call it GT3. Like, you don't need to call it GT Daytona. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, speak of GTD, I don't know what happened in that race, but uh, right, Motorsports won it. I wanted to make sure I mentioned, like, all the winners. Yeah, I um, don't... And so, uh, yeah, and, like, I think it kind of made the GTD race a little less interesting because it's just the same thing but amateurs now. So yeah. it's like... I remember when the uh which one was it? It might have been the 14, um, Townsend Bell's car. Yeah, wrecked oh. and he was on the pit box. He was yeah. mad as shit. He was so mad. He's like, Townsend no, Bell no, so you funny. don't do that. You can't do that. Rule number one of sports car racing. That shit was so funny. He it was, was so, so funny. Oh my god. I, oh. I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> I just remembered it. That killed Townsend me. snapped he was on a like a five minute rant on the peacock oh, box. he was doing God. a day job on nbc just having a meltdown over yeah. there oh my god and then they told him townsend you're gonna be able to race anyway he's like i am i think he was ready to pop out some alcohol and just spend he the night and start drinking yeah he's like I on am? that broadcast talked about taking a sip a sip like if you have like a break between your stints a sip yeah. girl Girl, you got to get ready. I don't know what you're doing all that for. And then we had LMP3. Uh, Riley Motorsports won that. Um, you know, LMP3, the caution clock. You know, remember that from the truck series? Yes. And it's like the competition's not even good anyways. There's like one car on the lead lap. Yeah. And I believe they have to do a mandatory, like, change of some parts because um, LMP3 cars, I know it was like this last year. I don't know if it was like this this year, but... Mm-hmm. they um sorry they they're not tested to do a 24-hour race right they have now since last year but normally they don't do 24-hour races the lmp3 cars um don't ask me what the difference is between lmp2 i literally just don't know like i know they're slower that's it 
Um, yeah. So there's just kind of a weird thing in the Laurel X24. Yeah, I they're just kind of there for the cautions. That's all they were really there for. It was like, kind of pointless. Last year, I think I mentioned this, they helped the car count. And a lot of it, it was kind of controversial when they added them to the Rolex. And I think this year they were a little bit more controversial. I don't know if people are yeah. still talking about it, but in my opinion, that's a little ridiculous. Like yeah. we already have the main. They didn't add class. anything. They didn't add anything but caution laps. It doesn't so. add anything. We already have LMP2. That's already like a secondary prototype class, like with like more amateur drivers in them sometimes. So yeah. It's like, I don't think we need that. I think, because they, and they also already have the uh, the IMSA prototype challenge, which is LMP3 cars. So yeah. stop, go away, bye. Yeah. Like I'm done, I'm, I'm over it, I'm sorry. Um, anything else on the Rolex 24? Um, see, I mean, obviously it was a long race. Um, I didn't I talk I... about everything. But we talked about the main points. I wish I engaged with it more because um, it is one of my favorite races. Um, yeah. But it was good, though. I saw a lot of good racing this weekend um, from the qualifying race to um, they put on a good show. They always put on a good yeah. show. Um, and I'm excited for Sebring. Excited for Sebring. Me That's going to be a good one. Me too. Yeah. Um, I love the Rolex 24. It's my fav- one of my favorites of every year. It like really kicks off uh, the racing season. Um, you know, Supercross that starts, but that's not really like the start for me. It's like four wheels. The Rolex you get, IndyCar you get, NASCAR you get, F, some F1 drivers you get everything. So everyone's here, everyone's watching. Like this was like, you know, I I like the live tweet on Twitter. Everyone was online. It was so cool. And yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Um. All right. Are we ready to move on to our tea? Yeah, let's talk about the tea, Alex. So, yes. First, um, sorry, we... I I had I was in the middle of like a burp. <laughs> sorry, I like I was trying to talk so bad. That's Anyways. some that's some groundbreaking tea right there, Zach. So, this is news to me. Racing Kate is running a demographic survey on NASCAR Twitter. This is literally how out of the loop I am. I had no idea this was. So, happening. our social media manager of the Gay Racing Podcast. <laughs> Hi, Kate. Um, <laughs> Kate is running a demographic survey. Uh, they've done this several times now. I think it's maybe the third time. Um, oh, okay. So I have, okay. No, I know. Yeah. I knew. So, yeah. So I would recommend you guys, if you don't know, first of all, follow Kate on Twitter. Um, second of all, go do the survey. Um, it's just really interesting to find out um, who, like, what kind of demographics are on NASCAR Twitter, like ages. Uh, sexuality like there's a lot more straight people than i thought and i think it's because i'm a little bubble i'm sorry shut shut up what <laughs> what is <laughs> you thought people? what do you mean like our corner of nascar twitter is like gay as hell right right so i guess everyone that would have seen um kate's tweet yeah is also gay i mean you, you see what i'm saying forget, alex let's not forget the forest has monkeys you know what i mean hmm. Yes. Or that was a weird. I, let's not forget the forest has animals. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was rude. But <laughs> I thought you were just calling them monkeys. Um, 
<laughs> I but love anyway. saying, no, I like saying the word monkeys because not my circus, not my monkeys is quote of the day. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, go take the survey. It's a uh, really interesting to find out who is in NASCAR Twitter. Um, just questions like, when did you start watching NASCAR? How did you get into NASCAR? Like, for example, the, the question was, when you start, when did you make a Twitter account for NASCAR? Mine was when Brad Keselowski, when, this is my first made a Twitter account, it was when Brad Keselowski tweeted from his car. Mine was a year later when um, Michael Annette almost died. Well, a lot of people almost died at Daytona because yeah. I was like, I need a Twitter to see what the fuck is happening because speed you channel mean Kyle Larson? is going away. Well, you mean Kyle Larson? So Michael, okay, yes, but Michael Annette crashed and went to the hospital too. Before oh, I remember that. that. He hit the I remember wall. that. He was in the 43 oh. car. Sorry. But then, yeah, Kyle Larson, I knew he was fine. I was worried about the fans, mostly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that whole situation is why I got a Twitter. Um, yeah. Like, I made my current Twitter at Newgate, and I made that um, in 2013, but I made my very first Twitter when Keselowski tweeted us. I'd never heard about Twitter until that point. I didn't hear about yeah. Twitter from NASCAR, really, yeah. Like, when yeah. they had their big Twitter push in 2012, which was mm -hmm. brilliant. I don't think they've had a successful marketing campaign since then. Well, okay, sorry, that was a lot. I think that was, they haven't had one as powerful as that. That's what I meant to say. I wasn't actually trying right. to talk shit. Um, but no, have, uh, it, that, that uh, survey is going to run for a week. Um, so I would definitely go check it out. And uh, Kate will post all the results, like in an article, probably. Um, yeah, check it out. Zach, you should fill it out if you didn't know about it. Yeah. I got the same I exact gotta, answers as me. So I got to make it more gay, apparently. Um, hmm. I have one quick note to add to our yeah. tea. Um, Sebastian Vettel is hot. Yeah. Like, I knew that. The, the picture Aston Martin posted today. Oh my <laughs> God, his hair. Like, remember <laughs> he was almost bald last year? <laughs> What happened? <laughs> he you got Bosley. He got Bosley. Like what happened? Here? Oh my God, he looks great. He looks he does so look cute. Great. Oh my I God. Mean, if we're gonna talk about hot F one drivers, Pierre Gasly's. Uh, oh. Thirst traps. So that was fun. Thirst traps. Looks GTA loading screen thirst traps on Instagram. I can't <laughs> believe it. His titties were out, man. His titties were out. Oh my God. Oh man. I can't believe him. How can he do in the middle of the Rolex 24? There were like, there was like 30 minutes left in the Rolex when I saw that. I'm like, I, I can't do this I right now. I can't do Pierre. this right now. Exactly. Not right now. I can't. Pierre, please <laughs> stop. Put a shirt on. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I just think about who's taking this picture. He's in his bed. Like, who's <laughs> like... Who, like, how did this photo come to be? Like, is he like, like a tripod? Is he like, yeah, take a photo of me and it looks like I'm getting up. God. Like, stop. Stop it. Please. Too much. Um, yeah. So from one hot man to another. Uh PPG, my favorite paint brand, is coming back to Joseph Newgarden. We won the war. We won. We won, Zach. We won so, the war. Wait. So, like, what about Scott? That's what I wanted to discuss with you, actually. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what this means for Scott McLaughlin sponsorship because at Media Day, for both Penske Media Day and IndyCar Media Day, he's been wearing his Indy 500 fire suit with Pennzoil. Uh, he had not been wearing PPG. 
And now we have the news that PPG is back with Joseph for a few races. Praise God. I love it. Thank you. And he gets the rainbow car. And he he said in a vlog of things that he really wanted the rainbow car. And that makes makes me really happy. Yeah. yeah. So we don't know where Menards is, right? Because Pinsky's dropping their fourth car, which was the Menards car. So Menards must be going to Scott. Has to be. So my thought was they were going to go to Joseph. But now a lot of the secondary sponsor, primary sponsors that Joseph's had have all been moving to Scott. So I Wait, wonder what? Like, like what Sancio is going to Scott, for example. Um, Sans- we haven't heard about that's who Joseph had as a sponsor at Gateway. At Gateway? Okay. So that's what I thought. Sorry, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then <laughs> we haven't we haven't heard about Expel yet, and we haven't heard about Snap on. Okay. Um, I could see those going to Scott, but if they stay with Joseph, Menards is still there, to my understanding. Well, so, and I feel like Menards, they're well. Also, they're going to want a car at the Indy Five Hundred, right? Yeah, right. I mean, you know what I'm saying. They usually sponsor at the Five Hundred. They yeah. Menards and Indianapolis go way back. Maybe. Like, Maybe uh, Scotty's going to have Menards at the 500. Or maybe Joseph gets Menards at the 500. But then it's like, I know Pennzoil wants it too. What the fuck is Pensy going to do about this one, huh? Something something ain't adding up, right? Because, like, I can't see Joseph doing Menards for really at all. I don't... I thought for sure Joseph was getting Menards until the PPG announcement. Joseph has Hitachi and now PPG back. It's like... Scott now, PVG was his primary for yep. a lot of races. So it's like, yep. I see Menards going to him. I, now I see that, yeah. It's just like, if not Menards, he, there must be another sponsor there, right? Because right now, Scotty basically has the overflow Pinsky sponsors. So you have Car Shop, you have Dex. Yeah. Like, he's getting all the overflow Pinsky. What if... Hmm? What if maybe... This won't happen, I know, but... Because Scott's had his Pennzoil file fire suit, so I feel like that guarantees Pennzoil at the Indy 500. What if Joseph though had Pennzoil because it's it's, and, it's the same as Shell? And Scotty did say, by the way, that that is his Indianapolis 500 fire suit. He did yes. say that for Media Day. So, yeah, I don't know. I really want Joseph to have the regular, not the black <laughs> Shell. No, every- so the way we're just. Going so in-depth about paint schemes for one IndyCar team is so funny to me right now. I just wanted to mention that. Anyways. It's, my, yeah. it's, it's our team. It's that our shell team. scheme is ass. I will never forget. I'm glad he didn't win the Indy 500 last year. If he did, I would have been mad. I don't... I hope the black's gone. I hope that was a one-time thing. That was awful. Like, it didn't Bring work. I didn't the- buy the shell right. fuel reward, so it didn't work. So, like, stop it. Yeah, it didn't work. I didn't buy it. <laughs> like, it didn't work. Or yeah. if they were smart, they would have the red be a gradient to black because that would look cool. That would be cool. That would look cool. Yeah, but, I, I don't know. know. Because Menards, they've already revealed their scheme for Blaney and the cup side. So it's like, are they out of IndyCar completely? I, I don't know. <laughs> I've been thinking about this way too much because I mean, my team... But I don't know. It's just really it would let them throw more money. Really, with Harrison bringing sponsorship to Wood Brothers too, Menards yeah. could throw a lot more money at Blaney now. 
That's true. Or well, no, isn't um is Cindric getting Menards too? I think so. Yeah. Oh, so that's where that's where money's okay. True. true. So that's where Good like point. probably the, the, the that. Wood Brothers, yeah. that's where the Wood Brothers money is probably going then. So hmm. okay. Well, I don't know. I could definitely see Menards though. Like I don't know. I guess we'll find out. If I anything, mean, they probably just will be on Scott for a few races, but it's just like I know they're going to want the Indy 500. I just know they will. Yeah. I don't know. Really interesting. Um, Team Penske, uh, social media admin. Thank you, best friend. I love you too. <laughs> because what? they, sorry, I was going to move on, but <laughs> I was going to make it as an inside joke. Oh, so, okay. I, I'm not inside. Come on. <laughs> I have Team no Pinky idea what the admin and I are like this. We're good. We're good. We're good besties. Alex, no, Alex has like fucking sources in the IndyCar garage. I swear. He just doesn't tell me. <laughs> I don't. But you um, actually know people though, still low key. I, I know people, but I don't, they don't tell me anything. <laughs> I know. Um, Maybe. No. So I'll give context. So Team Pinsky, they posted a TikTok of uh, Ryan Blaney and Joseph Newgarden. That's why I'm like, <laughs> Team Penske admin, they're making content exclusively for me, yours truly, at New Gaiden on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. And they it was just a TikTok of Joseph calling Blaney his bestie. And I'm Aww. like, Oh, did he on. really? Like a bestie? Well, it was the caption okay. said bestie. Joseph oh. himself did not say the word bestie. We're getting close. If, I'm sorry, Joseph, he insisted not to? No. Oh, okay. No, he That's hasn't said it yet. <laughs> But I think we're, we're getting, getting close to that. Yo, wait. Okay. So if we meet him. Uh-huh. Oh, we need a video what? of him saying bestie. That's that's Ooh. my one request. Bet. We're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to ask him to say bestie. <laughs> like, like here with my besties. <laughs> Me and the besties. Me and, Me the, and besties. the bestie. It's the Squidward meme. Yes. <laughs> We gotta do it. Oh, but I got okay. Kate can take we got the a few photo. months. We got a few months to cook that yes. one up. God. Kate, I know you're watching this. You can take the video of that and you can uh, take a picture and send it to Joseph. He yes. so he's gonna know it's coming. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, We're a little sorry. off the rails there. It's okay. Um we love Team Penske and Decar. We love Team Penske. It's the year of Team Penske. I love all of their drivers. Anyway. Um Oh yeah, SRX. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, SRX. I didn't know about this shit either. So. Yeah. See, Zach doesn't go on Twitter anymore, so this is all yeah. just breaking news every single time. Um, <laughs> SRX schedule was released. Uh, six races again. Kind of bummed about that, but uh, not that surprised. Yeah, it would um, be cool to see like a little bit more. But Nashville and Stafford are staying on the schedule, which I think is cool. I'm surprised not Eldora. Uh, Stafford's cool though. I thought it'd be Nashville and Eldora would stay. Um, but they're adding Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida, South Boston Speedway in South Boston, Virginia. I want Jeff Burton to be the all star driver for that race. Yes. Um, then I 55 Speedway in Peavley, Missouri, um, and Sharon Speedway in Hartford, Ohio. Uh, I 55 and Sharon are dirt tracks, and the rest are paved. Okay. So yeah, fairly the same as last year, just uh, four different tracks and two. Where the hell days. is South Boston? Um, go to it. It's in South Boston. <laughs> Shut up. 
I didn't ask you. <laughs> I was I'm asking the, the third, the, the, the camera. <laughs> I'm the one in the camera, Zach. Who else are you talking to? South Boston. Because obviously it's 101 miles away from me. Well, that ain't that bad. That's actually, it's actually not even that bad. I could definitely go to the to um Yeah. I don't know. I, I think any racing I I I never mind. Anyways. Um are you excited for SRX season two, Zach? Eh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I will be honest, I, I didn't it's not my favorite. Well, no, I don't think it's anyone's favorite. Right. So it's like I don't know. It's it's, I don't know what to say because I feel like you really like it and I don't want to <laughs> You don't like it? No, I no, I didn't say I didn't like it. It just doesn't <laughs> it's it not butters, pure. it butters my bread. It doesn't like oh. it doesn't like um it doesn't like cream cheese my bagel, it just butters my bread. It's it's nice. Okay. <laughs> I okay. it's okay, no. I, I mentioned like for real. I mentioned this on the Matt Weaver episode. I'm pretty sure, but I'm I've been a lot more into European style racing lately. Like yeah. that's why I've really liked IMSA a lot. Short yeah. track racing, I have had trouble to enjoy. Mm. Kind of like yeah. if it's not NASCAR, yeah. I don't know why. Um, but don't I didn't enjoy this summer I, when I drag you to a dirt track. Don't worry. We'll like I did for real enjoy SRX last year. It's just like it didn't like get my gears going. I also it, think I just hate how the cars look low-key. That's like, fair. The cars are kind of ugly. <laughs> like the paint schemes. The cars themselves are doable. Yeah. I I think it, the series is just really fun. That's what yeah. I like about it. Yeah. I like it, I like how fun it is. It was new. It was kind of like the old retired people got to yeah. come back and Paul run. Tracy. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I hope Kyle Larson runs it. I really like it if the reigning NASCAR champion always got to run with them for a race. Cool. That was really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, lastly, for the T, uh, caution laps will not be counted at the LA Clash. Yeah, let's, you know what, let's, let's just, let's just talk about the next two of the three next weeks. You know what I'm trying to say. The Clash in Daytona. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So caution laps not counting at the clash. Um. How many laps is the main event? I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. Well, um. I know half time. times like at seventy five laps. So. And there's a concert during. Yeah. No. 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 They're playing music during the commercial breaks, and that got people mad on Twitter. They're having. Okay. So there's two things. One, they're having a halftime show. Oh, so they I are. Did, I think it's Ice Cube is the halftime. Yo, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. I did see that on Twitter. Um, then some DJ is going to be performing or whatever during yeah. every caution period. I think that's kind of cool. Not going to lie. I'm not mad about it. Like, I mean, they basically oh. <laughs> do that. I'm pretty sure they do that at some races. It's just you can barely hear the loudspeaker. Yeah. So it's I... basically that. I just think people took it too seriously. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be funny when they come back from commercial and, and Mike Joy's like DJ, whatever DJ's name is, playing this song, and Boyer's oh. gonna be like, "Oh, he's going off, man!" And oh, he's going off, man. Oh, so, <laughs> and then Tony's gonna be like, "How about you get down there, Clint?" And then Mike yeah. Joy's gonna be like, "Ha ha." <laughs> <laughs> 
Ha-ha. That's how Mike Joy laughs. Ha-ha. He, he laugh. laughs like every white man ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. So I'm reading the NBC Sports notes on the Clash, and it's like yeah. the Clash is 150 laps. Period. Caution laps do not count. Period. <laughs> there will be a break at lap 75. Period. Ice Cube will perform during the break. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> Yeah, I uh I, I have said no it how I read it. <laughs> yes. Um so I want to talk about the no caution laps because I think that's this is gonna be like the 12 hours of the Los Angeles Coliseum. This race is never gonna end. They're gonna be under caution the entire like, damn time. Okay, 150 laps. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a short track, but it, I'm still- glad. The, I'm glad the laps don't count. By the way, I'm glad they're doing that. This would have been under caution the entire time. But yeah, that's fair. I like, don't know. You'll probably be fine. It's just like I don't know. Only like what twenty cars will be on the track, right? For the yeah, main? maybe it won't get, be wait. that bad. No, twenty-three. Twenty-three. I just I don't know. I feel like these cars are gonna be. I don't know. I just feel like it's not gonna. Be the prettiest race which I, it's a short track and it's supposed to be pretty it's but. well and see that we've been talking about this for a little bit what is the clash in daytona what are they gonna look like you know yeah i don't i don't know i feel like they should have done the gen 6 car for the clash and we, so just trash them just go and for it the for context then there, a lot of teams do not have a lot of next-gen cars. Stuart Haas Racing was like um, someone at Stuart Haas. It might have been Rodney Childers. One of the teams might have one car. Like, one of the four teams. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. So, it's like, how are y'all supposed to race at the Clash and, like, not tear up your cars and still make passes? Like, how is that going to work? Yeah, then, I... I don't, I don't know. know. And I think because NASCAR, I have not seen them put this much into one event maybe ever. This right? reminds me of when IndyCar had the Na- Music City Grand Prix in Nashville. That's how much effort NASCAR is putting into this. That's and like NASCAR... So much effort into Nashville. Right. And it's like everything's bigger though, too. Like NASCAR is yeah. bigger. LA yeah. is bigger. They're getting... The Super Bowl's the week prior in LA. They're getting fucking ice cube. Like, this is a big yeah. deal. It is. And not having it and having it with next gen cars could just be that one thing that it keeps it. It's like yeah. how it's like all that, and the drivers are told, like, okay, do not wreck this car. Like, come on. Come on, man. Gen yeah. 6 cars would have been fine. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm excited for this race. I think it's going to be good. I am just still cautiously optimistic. I feel like I said that multiple times about this race now. Yeah. I I don't think it's going to be like awful. I don't think there's any way this race will be awful. Right. Because it's a short track. It's going to be really yeah. fun. And Joey Logano will be in it. He won't give a fuck. So Oh yeah, Joey Logano is going to probably bulldoze the field. I mean, actually watch. And so. I'm not trying to like hate on him. I'm just saying like he will keep these next two weeks entertaining. Next oh, yeah. two out of three it's weeks. Joey Logano, you don't care, right? Like, and 
I, you know, me and Avery were talking on Twitter a little bit. Um, yeah. And he said something that really got my brain going, where it's like how the first Daytona 500 for Gen 6 and, well, now Gen 7 mm-hmm. could both suck for completely different reasons. And then I was yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, well, well, if we can pass with these next-gen cars, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's is easy to pass, with, like at Daytona. Yeah. There's no way the race will be clean because this is the Daytona 500, mind you. Yep. And only so much of take care of the car for external reasons is going to work. Yep. But at the same time, drivers that are in the back that like some of the middle to lower teams, though, they're definitely going to be taking it easy. Oh, they have to. They almost have to. JTD. JTG Doherty and uh, like Rick Ware, you know, like those guys are probably going to try being more clean as possible. Like even more than think... they are usually because the strategy for them is to be clean because they'll get a top 10, but like mm-hmm. they really cannot wreck that car. I feel like. Right. It's a big risk. And, you know, I think about the guys who are usually around 16th in points who want to make the playoffs. Like I would think of like track house. Like, if I were them, I'd be kind of worried. 23-11, maybe? Like, you know, the two teams are just expanded. Yeah. Um, uh, Roush, Fenwick, Kozlowski, I could see them, if they want Brad Kozlowski to make the playoffs, they're going to need to have as many cars as they can. Yes. I think he's going to have to fight to make it in on points this year, unless he wins Daytona or Talladega. Yes. Which he could. Which he definitely could. Not. We could be sitting here in three weeks, like remember when we uh yeah. <laughs> remember Alex when you said um Kate's gonna be posting it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Kate's <laughs> gonna have the clip ready. Yeah, I uh I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a risk for NASCAR. It's, but it's a good risk. I think it's a worthwhile risk. I think it's a it bad time, Loki though. To do it this. should have been with the Gen 6 car. We'll yes. see. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe it'll be fine. But Because, like, the next Gen car, that's just know. the one thing that could ruin everything. It's like with 2021, how, mm-hmm. like, hyped up that season was. It's just, like, like, it got ruined by so many little things. Like, the weather at Bristol Dirt. The weather at Coda. Yeah. Um, the weather at the Daytona 500, right? Didn't it get yeah. green? Yeah. Yep. Like, it's like, so last year was just the weather. But. Um, <laughs> well, still uh, though, like those really dampered the first time things for for those races. Yeah. Um, like I doubt weather will be a factor in for LA, but you know, like it could be the car. Will teams be wanting to race as hard as they would have? Like I don't know. You know, a lot of these teams. It wouldn't surprise me if they just decide, you know what, I'm just gonna run the laps because they're charters. The charter cars have to run this race. It wouldn't surprise me. If, like I'm just gonna run a few laps. Be eliminated, go home. So I still oh, have I'm eliminated. Car. Oh, mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like, can totally. They won't publicly yeah. say that, but it wouldn't surprise me if there's at least yeah. a team or two that does that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens, though, for sure. Yeah, it will. Again, it's a great experiment. I just, I hope the next gen car doesn't ruin it. I'm not saying it will. I'm just, it's something to be yeah. nervous about, Loki. Um, um daytona too we, we we want the season to get off to a good start yeah so some general predictions some positive general predictions on the la clash um before we pick our race winner because this is our first our, our second race pick winner we already made our defense of 100 picks yeah t um 
what do we do we think this race is going to be like exciting the whole time or is it just going to be kind of what, what are we expecting i think um that's see that's a good question i'm expecting so from what the track looks like it's not the widest i think it's hard to yeah. tell from the pictures not gonna lie mm-hmm. like i need to see a car on it again yeah it could be kind of hard to pass because just of like how tight the turns look too it's just yeah. i don't know if it sets itself up maybe that actually makes it easier to pass so it might be fine yeah. it's hard to i have no idea because yeah. i because it's like the next gen car situation is telling me they're going to race one way mm-hmm. but every other factor is telling me they're going to race another way but there's right. also a thing it's like every time a race gets hyped up like the bristol all-star race it's just like mm, kind of falls flat on its face yeah so and, it literally know, could go either way something we haven't mentioned is that these cars do have composite bodies so maybe oh, I, I think we I think we might have a lot of bumping and banging. So it's going to be a good race. I worry more about like big crashes like into the wall and like damages like chassis and stuff. The actual body of the car, they'll probably be fine. I think, you know, Joey Logano is going to have the time of his life, I think, this weekend. So (laughs) I think you could have bump and runs. I think bump and runs are a lot more likely at this track. And I feel like nascar people at nascar are gonna like really try to hype up the drivers yeah you know yeah. like i i don't know if they do this ever but i feel like it's like all right drivers let's put on a good show because yeah. especially lately with their direction um, yeah. of the sport the sport mm-hmm. um they i feel like that's something they would do too so i almost think there's no choice but to race hard and race good um mm-hmm so and they're race car drivers right like we don't yeah they don't need a reason to to race for the win they don't yeah they will do it so um outside of the race um i'm curious what fox's new graphics look like for the pylon the scoring pylon specifically because uh i remember one time i think it was 2013 they debuted a pylon that was atrocious and no one liked it and they changed it they put it back on the top I remember y'all hated that shit and I actually liked it, but go off. Um, <laughs> well, I like vertical tickers. I love vertical tickers. Yeah. So I just wonder, you know, if it's like, if it's going to be really bad, if it'd be really good. I don't know. They made their, made it better last year when they added the actual car numbers. So, oh yeah. When they like changed it to, um, when they changed it in like 2018 to this yeah. like new kind of format, I believe you bitches hated that. And I, I was also one of them bitches, low-key. It was kind of bad because it blacked out, like, so much of the screen. Yeah, and they, um, they made changes gradually throughout the week. They made it yeah. transparent. It used to not be transparent, which was awful. Right. That was my um, big thing about it. Yeah, and the, adding the card numbers was nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I like their current ticker. I think... I don't like... I hate when NBC flip-flops between the two. They, they got a horizontal and a vertical, and I hate I when don't they flip-flop... They... Between them. I don't think they did that last year. They might have. What series did? One series did that, and I kept complaining about it. I don't I think like, they did it in Cup. Maybe I'm remembering, but I definitely complained about it on Twitter. Mm. And I think it was NBC's dumbass that did it. <laughs> or maybe it was when they had the vertical ticker, but they wouldn't show more than the top ten. But maybe. Nah, I don't um. Know. Yeah. Anything else? 
before we go into our race picks? Um, I, yeah, I don't know if I have anything to add. I'm in the, the situation where I'm just like, let's see what happens. Let's see cool. what happens. I'm excited, I think. Yeah. <laughs> NASCAR's back. NASCAR's back. I am excited for NASCAR. It's a lot new. It's yeah. a lot new. It should be It'll better. Be fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you ready for to make your pick? I think I have an idea because okay. Honestly, how do you pick for this? Because really you're yeah. just picking off drivers. Um, are we um are we is this gonna count for points or is this just for fun? <sighs> is this our first like big pick? That's a good season? question. I feel like maybe it should. Are we gonna do the points different this year? Yeah, I'd love to talk so. about that, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, did we want to do Steve again? Because like, I wasn't. We could we could, also... and just, we could just not mention it on here. Just make it a Twitter thing. Okay, because like, yeah, we can talk about it. I don't. Time, but, yeah, because I don't yeah. want them to take points away from us. Because I think the competition between us is really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, could this count for points? Mm. Our all star did our all star pick count for points? It might I feel have. Like it did. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it should. Maybe we'll decide afterwards. We'll just make the picks. Okay. I mean, all we right. have several weeks to decide. Cool. Okay. So I'm ready. Three, two, one. Joey, Joey Logano. Logano. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that too. <laughs> Bitch. I've been hyping him up too much. It was too obvious. Well, no, we both are hyping him up. We're like, oh yeah, Joey Logano is gonna be really great at the class. This is like, it's 2022. Come on, it's an he also event. always wins at like new events. He does. He won Dirt Bristol. Yes. Yeah, I think Joey Logano is gonna win the race. Um, let me think of another pick. I didn't yeah, have I, a backup I, plan. I didn't either. <laughs> So this is your fault. My fault? I have to think about what you just said. My fault. (laughs) Oh, no, I got to pick. I got to pick. Do I? No, I don't. No, put it back. Put it back. Put it back. I have a pick. pick. No, I do have a pick. I'm I'm picking it back off the shelf. I'm picking it back. (laughs) Confidence. I have confidence in this this guy. All right. You ready? Three, two, one. Kyle Larson. Bowman. Yo, yo, listen. Okay, Kyle Larson yeah. does not fail me. He does not fail me. Bitch. Kyle Larson's a good pick for literally any race. Um, I picked Bowman because I feel like this can be a dud and they're just not gonna do this again. And yes, which is and also Bowman, a good pick for any race because you never know yeah. when that track's time has come. Yep. And yeah, Bowman's <laughs> gonna kill the track. If anything, he'll make it not be the clash. How about that? I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I like if it's really good, it's going to be on the normal schedule, and then if it's yep. really bad, we'll never see it again. So, yep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Um, I so I was like, okay, but Larson kind of sucks at short tracks sometimes. Um, yeah, I don't know. As long as he beats Alex Bowman, so who <laughs> <laughs> won Martinsville? Um, yeah. Anyways. Yep. In conclusion, Zach I, is gay. I thought about Hamlin, but I wasn't really feeling it. So yeah, we'll just see how this goes. It could also be someone. I low key thought about picking Kislowski, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because he I, is giving me the energy. I don't I know. I thought about Brad too, but I'm like, I don't think it'd be the first race with them. I think yeah, it's too that's true. Too. That's too much of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as I said, in conclusion, Zach is gay. Yeah. Um, love that. 
for him. Love that. Oh, and Alex thinks Harrison Burton is cute, and that means he's gay. Scandalous. Scandalous. Zach thinks Harrison Burton is cute. Okay, no, but like, there's no reason. Here, I hear something to complain about. Why is Harrison Burton so cute? It actually pisses me off how cute it's he so, looks. It's so rude. Like, it's how, actually, I like, I need to block him on Twitter. <laughs> Like, like I am so mad at how adorable he is. He broke a tooth, and it's the cutest thing ever. Oh my god! A tooth, and he looks good with it. A he broken looks tooth. Good. Good. I would still. I I I would walk down the aisle with him <laughs> with a broken tooth. I would. Don't think yeah. I wouldn't. There's That's only one way to right prove there. it. Literally. Okay. I wonder, is he going to get fixed? I think so. It was like a, it, it broke when he was a kid. Right. It just fell out. The cement wore on out. It'll, it'll probably be fixed by Daytona if it's not already. If not, though, be making fun of that shit forever. Um, <laughs> like, what did, you, what did you say, Harrison? Um, <laughs> um, oh, my God. Okay. Um. Yeah. Also, I'm not making fun of people that talk like that. I I used I actually used to talk like that as a kid. Not gonna lie. Anyway, when I had a big gap between my two front teeth, I talked like that too. So. Yeah, I had I had to go to speech therapy when I was younger, probably because oh, number really? one, I'm gay, and number two, I the <laughs> apparently fun fact for yeah. you guys, when kids like their tongue becomes like obsessed with the roof of their mouth, they develop they develop speech like problems, and so they talk a little bit like this. Mm. So. I didn't know like that. my ending R's are really bad. Like, like um charger, charger, or like I had trouble saying shit like that. But anyways, yeah. So um I don't know why I went off on that tangent. Sorry. I <laughs> um okay, we don't we don't stay on topic. And I have ADHD. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening so much. Um we will see you guys next week to talk about the clash and anything else that's happened in the news world. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, Martinsville is going to be 400 laps for the night race too, by the way. That's a good oh, yeah. Yep. I like that. But yeah. Twitter's mad, but so, when are I they I totally forgot to mention that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good change. So guys, we will see you y'all next week. Take care. Stay safe. Stay warm. It's cold as hell. And see y'all next week. Goodbye. Bye.